calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover. And you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Today is CJ Gibson, whose headphones are turned up. What's up? <laughs> and Brian Malkowitz. Word, C team. Yeah, C team. We didn't do that last <laughs> week. We missed I missed Steven. Sorry. Yeah, I know. I cut the heart in half for the <laughs> audio listeners. Big news today about the raid, and that's mainly what we're going to be getting into. It's a busy day here at IGN. It's one of those days where we're going to focus on one topic and talk about it. So, yep. basically, it sounds like power levels are going to be capped. At 700 for the first encounter at the raid, if you're over 720 for the last encounter, advantages do not matter for the first 24 hours. That will be turned off later. So that's the basics of it. It's great. A lot of people have been planning. They said they didn't necessarily like that a lot of people were just busting out the spreadsheets. I'll get to specific phrasing <laughs> here. That's not what they said. We don't like that. Yeah. Um, but naturally, people are going to yeah. do this. So. People are doing that to prep, right? Yeah. It would have been nice to have this information two weeks ago. Uh, right. I'm okay. part of the people who've been grinding to prep yeah. for the raid. Yeah. With, you know, so. with Opulence, we wanted to try something different and make the raid available on day one in an effort to make the raid race something more fair and competitive. However, our best laid plans have turned into this multi-week cross-seasonal powerful rewards storage competition. Accurate. Yeah. While we love seeing players find clever ways of le- leveraging game mechanics. <laughs> right. Exactly. Take that, Bungie. <laughs> <laughs> we wanted to step back and look what's going to be the best player experience for those competing and those watching. Below is how we're changing the way World's First Raid window will happen. And basically, they're saying anything above 700 is not going to help you with the first encounter. And by the last encounter, anything above 720 will not provide additional advantage. They're leaning into team mechanics and puzzle solving. And I love this. Believe it or not, like I know we've been grinding, Brian. Yeah, trying lot. to figure out like, what we're going to do yeah. for this raid. We've been working together as a team. We've been running raids together to get prep for this race. And I don't mind this. I would have liked to know a little sooner because we did a lot of prep. But we're still going to want prep. Is still going to still pay off. It's still going to pay off because by the time we get to that seven twenty, we're going to want that. You know, so that way our mm-hmm. 
da- incoming damage yeah. isn't as harsh, mm-hmm. yeah. which is going to be a big key in that. Then later on, the TWAB posted, CJ, you could say something. No, it's all good. And there will be a power surge quest that needs to be completed to access the raid. Yeah. So you have to complete the introduction quest to be able to access the content. Yeah. So how do you feel about all this? This is all really good. I think it's one of those things where we've had this conversation about the raid so many times, but we're going to do it one more time because it's about to uh, be upon us here again. Um, I think the question is, are the best people beating the raid or the people with the most time are the people beating the raid. And I think that this is a nice balance of having both those. Still think probably Gladden's squad's going to win. Uh, but it's one of those things where, yeah. No it, luck for us. Thanks, Steve. Yeah, sorry about that, guys. Uh, no, but, but again, it puts a nice even playing field for the people who can spend, you know, all day grinding, but also people who can't and then allows them to have that power, like, level sort of, you know, be neutral, at least for the first 24 hours when I think those are the people who will want to actually get into the raid and grind and, like, you know, make it about Worlds first. I want to win because I like underdog stories. Yeah. Hashtag Team Destin. <laughs> team Destin. I love Destin. it. There's I love a lot it. of and people behind the scenes here. Destin. Team no, Destin. I'm on the raid team here, and we are not calling it <laughs> exactly. Team Destin. Exactly. Hashtag Team IGN. <laughs> there's, an, there's another clan involved on our raid team. Oh, that was so the not... best moment. Hashtag Team Destin and all my underlings. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but no, I th- but you're right, and I think that yeah, team the like, <laughs> the under the the underdog story, <laughs> the underdog story is much more possible in this because it is potentially about the skill of people playing in the raids, not just the amount of time and energy you can put into doing it before, which is good. This is the main reason why I loved Last Wish so much because we went in way under leveled and we overcame the obstacles even with. An underleveled team. Brian is texting the rest I'm of the raid team you. right I was now. Gonna, I was going to text yeah. you to tell you to turn the name bars <laughs> off, but you haven't, you haven't taken them off oh, yet. No. There they are. No, um, it's, it's totally fine. <laughs> but no, it's um, this one. Uh, no, that one can stay. This yeah, can to go. me, <laughs> to me, this is um, yeah. This see, see, there's the text now. This feels like a nice hybrid of uh, a lot of the things we've complained about ever since. The last wish, you know, power per hour conversation, Rip Fran Mirabella, um, you know, and this does feel like something that I've personally always wanted because I am about that early race. Now, mm-hmm. I might be in a situation different from you guys if, you know, I'm close to 700, but if I can find a last minute raid team and I have a chance to do it, I also like competing in world first, but I'm not going to be able to have the time to grind as hard as you guys have been doing. Right. So I just want to beat you and Fran. I know that. <laughs> and I'm well, first doesn't matter as long I'm as really, Fran comes behind Dustin. <laughs> exactly. I'm happy Brian's on my team and not CJ or Fran. Oh, and I'm see. happy that <laughs> Hey Brian, you gotta work that day. <laughs> oh sorry. Dustin. No sucker. Yeah, Technically so it is work because we'll be streaming the IGN mm. and all it's of me, its sub channels. It's me, so. Brian, right, right. backwards global Teddy. Teddy's brother charged. That's my raid team. Yeah. There you go. So that is everybody. Uh, one nice. other note from the TWAB, though. They said, right now our focus is on opulence, but after the season is launched and raid belts have been awarded, we'll be looking deeper into the future and sharing with you more about a new era for Bungie and Destiny 2. That excited me way more than anything else in that TWAB. Yeah. Just that one line. Yep. A new era for Bungie and specifically Destiny Two, not the franchise Destiny. Yep. What's two. happening with Two? Yeah, so it's like yeah. so we're gonna they're gonna I imagine that's a tease for and it sounds like they're gonna tease this very soon after mm-hmm. Opulence launches. So I'm mm-hmm. assuming I think next week. I'm assuming E three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So because obviously next week they they've already said they're revealing whatever you, what a, what Opulence actually is because we actually have no idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because it's like all we've heard about is the raid. 
Like, what else is there to opulence? Yeah. Cosmo um, is talking about that next week. He's going to talk about Pinnacle Weapons Preview and uh, several other things. Also, uh, Three Times Infinity, all next week. Yeah, yeah. all, all next good. week. So yeah. looks like I'll have Dredge in my next week, which will yeah. be great. Finally get 21% delirium. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, a user asked, Jared asked, why does anyone who has 700 power have to do the power surge bounty in order to unlock the new raid? It's the introduction to the new season. It's not just a power. It's, yeah, it's, it's not just – because I think people are seeing it like that. It's not just a – Power drop. It's not just a thing to get you up there. It's the introduction just like just like the Drifters missions were before yeah. you could play Gambit Prime. You had to do something. Yeah. Now it's just like, here, this is your intro mission, but it also comes with 690 gear if you're under. Yeah, but it's one of those things. We don't know how long that's going to take to do. I'm assuming it's probably not going to be too long. Like it probably Yeah, that's going like to cut, in, cut into all the grinding that we're doing day one between yeah. launch of the season and the raids launch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, but I don't... It's not too long. I was going to say, so I don't I don't anticipate it taking longer than the six hours leading up to the raid. I so, was hoping it's not as long as the Forge unlocked. Oh, yeah. I, no, they even said that, like, okay, because they mentioned something about, like, having to just do this once per well, character. Well, you do it once per character, then, but who knows how long it is on that one character. Absolutely. Thankfully, I, I we don't have to so. do it yeah, on our second many, characters. many, many times. Yeah. Cosmo also said I'll be writing the TWAB next week. Here are some tops you can expect. Pinnacle Weapon Preview. Great. Some Sandbox Buffs. Just want to make sure I pronounce that correctly. <laughs> More you season of Opulence Info. Yeah, after our super salty nerf episode. But those a, lot are of people, nerfs. a lot of people are still... They said there were more nerfs coming, too. Did they? I think they said that the in the like last week's TWAB, I think it said those aren't all of them. But the those are just critical. the most impactful. Yeah, yeah. So I think there's still more nerfs coming, mm. just not like as big as like what they revealed. Last yeah, last yeah. time. So here's the thing, though. I went through a lot of the podcast um, comments, and besides the excellent thumbnail for the Whisper Nerf. <laughs> that was Amanda. That, uh, yeah, yeah no, that was really well done. <laughs> Hashtag Team Dust. Exactly. <laughs> I'm off the raid team. I'm Whatever. <laughs> I'm out. Um, <laughs> anyway, so that was really good. I'm kidding, Brian. But then there was a bunch of people that did comment on the fact that, yeah, I think, well, most people this were— This needed to happen. Well, yeah, most people were it disappointed, but there was a bunch of people— No, no, there is. There's a bunch of people who said, hey, you know, it's been kind of stale and a bit boring. You're relying only on this one or two things. Switch it up. Bungie's doing the right thing. So— you know, I think again, smaller minority voice, but those comments were in the comments. I, I saw some very so. vocal, big name community members also release videos about why they agree that it happened. Yeah, I yeah, still like, disagree. Yeah, I still disagree. I don't think it needed to happen. I think the mechanics of the encounters need to happen. Yeah, if you don't want us using long range weapons, stop giving every enemy in the damn game the stomp mechanic. Yeah, every enemy. Yeah. We're always going to find a way around, or at least try to find the best way around that. And if they keep on adding. Stomps that fly you off of a map, yeah. make you hit a wall, and you die instantly. That's just, yeah. I'm so over that. It's like Cabal Drill. The first thing that you learn in the Cabal Drill public event is, oh, maybe I shouldn't stand here because it gets nuked. So you get off of it. And the, the first time you do it as an encounter, it's very simple now, of course. Yeah. Uh, you're like, oh, so, oh, I do stand on it. I get it. I have to yeah, step like, off like and ti- step Like on. timed mm-hmm. and telegraphed stomps like that mm-hmm. are fine. Yeah. But when any, when every time you get close to a boss... He's going to do it. It's just like. So here, let's ask uh, some of the users at home and in the comments and you guys as well. What is your favorite? Let's kind of say boss because I think there's like raid mechanics. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, I wouldn't say within the context of uh, like I don't consider like the encounter. What's the one in Leviathan where you're running around? Like there's no boss in that. It's the gauntlet. The gauntlet. So let's talk from a raid boss standpoint. What is one of your favorite? One or two. What is your Mm -hmm. favorite boss in a raid in Destiny one or two? Hmm. I would need more time to think about that, I think, because I have to, like, mentally run through all of the different encounters. So, What was the spider boss from Wrath? 
uh, Axis? Axis. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't stomp you if yeah. you get up there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and he's got a bunch of... I've you heard you say that before. Yeah, because mm-hmm. you have to have a bunch of different coordination mechanics, and he has a vulnerability move, and then everybody... But yeah, but once, 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 you get the, once you get to the yeah. DPS phase, you can be as close as you want to him, Yeah, mm-hmm. and he won't stomp you out, because he's like, cause he's stunned. You stun him for the DPS mm-hmm. phase. But yeah. yeah. Same, with, same with Oryx, though. Oryx didn't have a, like, a stomp phase if you got too close to him. You could because... Well, because... Yeah, because, I mean, it was about... Well, it was the same thing. It was a different mechanic where it was about getting the Blights in the right spot, and then activating them, and then doing DPS once he kind of was stunned. So there's like a right. stunning phase... It was an explosion damage phase, and then but they designed actually, the boss to where you feel like you don't need to do like that, where you don't feel like you need to get close to him to do proper amount of damage, even though you are playing a long range well, game. Because I, the DPS was not only specifically from your weapons, right? Yeah, I would like the dog encounter more in Leviathan if it didn't have the, um, what is it? There's a white mechanic to it, right? The white mechanic. Oh, is the AI. The, the AI is really bad. The dogs. Oh, the dogs. They like were really good. Super good. Oh, yeah. If, yeah, if yeah. that was if that was a little bit more polished, I think that would be one of my favorite encounters. Because really? It's like the puzzle encounter in Last Wish, except you're not throttled by each segment. You know, uh, the lock. You have to do the yeah. puzzle. No, not the one before. Oh, oh that. the 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 lock to make the platforms come down. No, no, no. You climb up, and you have to solve a puzzle. you got to fill in the blanks oh, gotcha. to, to make the circles. The Zero Chi ones. Yeah, like Zero Chi. Yeah, so the puzzle. To, when you yeah. complete it, the little platforms come down so you can go up to the next level. Yes, yeah, so you yeah, do yeah. that, and then you, you fight Zero Chi, yeah. but she has these block, these brick walls that you hit as you whittle down her right. her um, health. Right, the, and the she, reason, doesn't, she doesn't slam you or anything yeah. while you're doing all that. I don't – okay, let me rephrase this. I don't love the dog encounter. I like that it's another way to have a boss health bar – but it's separated only by the number of dogs you have mm-hmm. to kill. So yeah. there's like, what, six dogs, so you have six health segments. And it's just a new way to present a boss mechanic. And I actually like that they tried something different with that. Prediction, yeah. the new raid, the final boss, is just going to be a giant war beast from the Leviathan. Uh, the more okay. <laughs> the <laughs> dog, but enlarged. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's the only, boss in, the only enemy of Destiny we don't have is a the giant version of it. Form. Yeah. So it's just going to be a dog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, you know what? I really like... Callus too, yeah. I thought Callus was cool. I mean, Callus mm-hmm. is your standard DPS boss, though, where it's like you were at a range, yeah, stationary, stationary and then you mm-hmm. shoot him. I really liked Argos. I thought that just all the different mechanics. Again, once you once people figured out a way That's to cheese Chaco. that again, where you're walking around the, uh, the Christmas highest yeah. boss, the giant Vex, yeah, the first oh, okay. one, and you have to like you know the, just the amount of different things that you had to do. You had to cook the things on the plates, and you the had crystal to, guy. You know, the crystals, and then you had to you know time the different. Um, uh, you know, elements in order so, so they all kind of come in and at the same time to release a shield, and then and then even having to stun him, the the vertic the verticality of getting up around him to find his weak spots and all that stuff. I thought that playing that one had the most sort of variety of gameplay in a boss that I can mm. specifically remember. Yeah, he was a standard stationary boss, but y- yeah, having all the mechanics surround the boss rather than just like yeah in this room, you're just you're going around this boss, climbing up. Yeah, I thought it was really good. No, yeah, um, it was a great boss. So Crota was also kind of unique in the sense that once you figure it out, mm-hmm. it's pretty easy. But the sword did damage. So I like Crota, it was, yeah. Yeah, it was, a, it was not you know relative to doing a massive amount of you know DPS damage. And then your damage also was beneficial because of the Oversoul, it was one of those things where, oh, somebody died. Okay, here's another mechanic that oh, was, then, yeah, that was yeah. baked into the game world. If you did die, that where your DPS did become relevant, but it wasn't necessarily to kill the boss. So, right. Um, yeah, yeah the, I mean, I like those two. Yeah, the whole uh, nerfing thing, I think it just bothers me because, like, we figured out how to master the game mechanics that they presented to us. So yeah. instead of changing up the game, they're taking away tools. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and that's sort of weird. I understand the Ahamkara nerf. The Orpheus rig, 
I don't know, maybe the Orpheus, maybe like a few few fewer orbs. Anybody um, the, yeah. the comments that I that I saw online and I do kind of resonate with them is that within the context of building supers, I I don't mind it in a sense. I, I'll say this: you, you make these jokes often. It's like, and how did that make you feel, Brian? Oh, it was fun. Nerf that. You said that with the Nova Bomb when mm-hmm. you said it. Yeah, no, it was yeah. fun. But but I still think I it recognize feels cheap. I feel rec- I still recognize how mu- I, no matter how much I enjoy it and I really enjoy the fact that I can throw an Nova bomb at four enemies and get my super back it's fun but it's broken to hell right we all knew that we know yeah. that yeah. I knew yeah. I knew going into once they made that change to that to that to that um, helmet yeah mm-hmm. and I started using it I was like. There's no way this doesn't get nerfed in the future. Yeah, you literally said it the week before the twab, and exactly. I'm like, yeah, this is probably getting nerfed. Yeah, and then and so, but but every, there it is. And I, I'm not disappointed because I saw it coming. Yeah, well, but even still, with Orpheus, I'm amazed that it's taken this long. So Orpheus shards, all those other weapons that regen super, it does take away, you know, that orb gen teamwork ability that Destiny is known for because you never had that in any of Destiny one, and I never thought, oh, geez, I wish I had my super more often. You just have different things that you needed to do to combat you know, the moments with your team. So mm-hmm. that part of it did feel cheap. And when you relied on your super in every single part, I will say in Zero Chi, it was super fun. I thought the raid uh, mechanic. See what you did there. What? Super fun. <laughs> super fun. It was super fun. Uh, you know, I, I thought that the, um, oh, geez, I'm losing my. Uh, my Sorry, that just ruined No, no, that's okay. <laughs> What's the raid mechanic again where you uh, you put the flag down? Like, what are those? Oh, the uh, rally, bar- the yeah. rally yeah. flag at the beginning. Yeah, the rally flag. I think that that is a nice enough incentive for you to go, okay, you failed this. You need a little bit of assistance. Put a raid, you know, rally uh, banner. Rally banner. A rally banner. I was going to say barricade. A rally banner down in order to have at least your super yeah. on your first interaction, mm-hmm. and then you go from there. I mean, the last couple of raids, it was like supers all the time, yeah. and that's not destiny. Well, like it's, it's, it might be fun. I didn't have supers the whole time during Last Wish. Last Wish, you had your super almost every... Everybody could have a super at any As point a warlock, in time. I disagree. Well, 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 today... Was a hunter. Or felt like, like when with we Orpheus ran Ray. day one... Uh, no, but yeah, you could ch- because you could chain them. There was a lot of like different you could things do that in all encounters, though. I, I'm but just... there was nothing in Destiny One that actually gave you instant super back to the point that orbs are almost useless, and you... then you could just chain off and have your super at any point. Bottom in time. line, though, you guys I... didn't chain supers in D One. Everybody did that. No, you chained it, but not to this yeah. extent. Yes, mm-hmm. you relied on your teammates to generate you the orbs, mm-hmm. and then the orbs in Destiny One didn't disappear either. So you don't remember Infinite Bubble Titan Nightmare? in PvP? Yes, I like, do. Yeah, people totally did this in D1. To say that it's a new thing for D2, well, I would argue isn't accurate. Okay, my point is, within yeah. the context of the raid mechanics and the bosses, what armor elements gave you the ability to regen a massive amount of your super to the point that you got it instantly after using it? Those did not exist in D1. So that is what I'm saying. Like that, You're not supposed to have your super every part of every raid at any moment mm. because then you're not relying on your teammates. It breaks the game. It breaks the yeah. game. So if that, they give me half, that part I understood. Yeah. Half back, which, which it likely will. It be. It's yeah. because it's supposed to be diminishing returns, right? So yeah. it's just, you know, you're... If it's half, then a third, and if then it's, half, it's on a cool... Well, I, yeah, like half and a th- I, I, what I mean is that it, when they say diminishing returns is you... is like I imagine that when you when you pop a well as a, as a, war, as a warlock and you're using your Phoenix Protocol, you shoot an enemy, you get a certain amount of of your super back. Mm-hmm. And if for each enemy you shoot after that, you get less and less and less and less. Yeah. Until yeah. the next super. Yeah. Until you use that super and then do it again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm imagining that's what it's going to be. Yeah, probably. Yeah. All, all in all, though, um, I have no problem with these changes. This is good. 
I'm wondering if we're going to end up in a in a world though in a world in a, in a no world, world without where, light oh, we're back with Destiny One mechanics where you're chasing arms and legs because that's how it was in D1. Oh, everybody's 700 now. Mm. Uh, I need the raid gauntlets in order to be max light. Right. It's going to be interesting. I don't think they should totally revert. They have to figure out a better system somewhere in between where they are today yeah. and where they were in Destiny 1 where you're literally doing one activity to hit max light. Yeah. Well, we still have that six-player active matchmate activity. We have no idea what it is. Yeah, that's yeah. true. We, have, we still don't know what that is. And, and Destiny still has you know, all of the... You know, it's been that way since the beginning of Destiny 2 is that all of our weeklies still level you up no matter what level you are. Yeah. Even if it's just plus one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. I mean, I think that's where we've often said, yeah, I think it would make the raids more important. But then, yeah, the split in community, if you can't get five other people to raid or if you don't have the ability to do that, like, yeah. I, I understand it. But, yeah, this is where, again, trials, um, you know, other activities in the game would help, you know, but even trials didn't have matchmaking, right? So, yeah, I hate saying the T word. <laughs> it hurts though. It, it does, still does hurt. I bet it comes back in the. Yeah, but I, yeah, I don't. I don't think that season. they would have. Um, I don't think that they would do this again. Where yeah, like that's a, that, that's the reason why a collection game is what it is now, rather mm-hmm. than a power leveling game doing the raids. There's more to go over this week. We are on a we're on a tight schedule. Unfortunately, we're all it's. Memorial Day weekend, so the office closes a little bit early, and we have a big, big production that we're, we're working yeah. on today as a team. So uh, we're probably going to have to cut the episode a little bit short. We're going to go over the Eververse items and such next week. Is there anything that you guys want to say about the raid? Are you going to be racing? I'm excited. We're going to learn so much more next week, and we yeah, I'm out because I'm getting married. So oh, you're right. But you're you're going to be hosting with Brian. And, okay, uh, maybe you'll find, find somebody else. Fran. <laughs> Could join. I'll have to find somebody. I have been talking to somebody, trying to get them in. I need to figure out a system where we could get have guests who are like streamers knowledgeable. or knowledgeable guests uh, into this particular setup. That's my next yeah. project. Well, and we have uh, officially, I think, some um, uh, some updates on the progress in the back. It looks like we're going to be aiming for uh, somewhere the first week of July for some yeah. of these newer uh, studio upgrades. We, we saw that way. Yeah. yeah, we yeah. saw what our set will look like. We saw vaguely. the concept art. Looks yeah, good. looks so, good. Yeah, getting nice. exciting. Yeah, um, but yeah, for me, I just think that yeah, this is good. This whole twenty-four hours to make the race a little bit more legitimate, like and it. everything else that they're talking about, mm-hmm. it's good. This is positive. This is, I, I think, like a nice happy medium from, and I'm sure they'll learn a lot more with this raid. Seeing, there's always something that seems to break the game leading up to new content releases. There's Next. there's something every time. So if there is, I, I'm sure they'll kind of assess it and figure it out. Next season, I think they're just going to be like any drops from last season are capped, and I think that would that's going to be what they're going to do going forward. But I think I, I think I, yeah, I think at this point they're not going to do that for, because of how much time people have put in. But not for this this. Time. Yeah, but yeah. for whatever comes out mm-hmm. after this, mm-hmm. the following season. You're yeah. talking like what they did in D1 after Taken King, where nothing potentially came up past a certain light level or power level, right? Yeah, so I think that becomes or, a problem again. Or, like that's it's, just, you it's, revert what everybody hated about D1. Yeah, it's tricky. Like, and I'm not saying I disagree with you. I think there are two challenges. I'm not saying I want that. I'm saying I think that's what they're going to do. Yeah, I mean, I didn't say I want. Gotcha. Necessarily this system, but would you? it would solve problems. Would you want it? I don't see the issue with saying that the bounties that you grabbed from last season. Oh, you're not talking about you're not talking about what they did in Destiny One, where year one guns didn't make it into year three. 
If you pick up and complete 21% delirium and it's sitting in your inventory from last season. Okay. No, okay. I get that. But then there's still ways around that. It's There's a lot of systems they have in place that are still yeah. – uh, you can game them. But I think I think this is a better solution than just cutting off our rewards from last season and preventing us from gaining life. Yeah. yeah. It, it sets, it's, another, it's another avenue of artificial difficulty mm-hmm. that I think that just – why are you doing I that? S- I see what you're getting at yeah. now. Yeah, that's not the point I was trying to make. Okay, but gotcha. Yeah, yeah. wasn't mm-hmm. sure. Because, I mean, yeah. I think that if they did that, they could potentially choose which weapons they would want to do that and release different versions of them. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what, not what, what I meant. No, I hated that. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. because, I mean, like, Better Devils became, um, you know, sorry, I'm thinking Destiny 1. There was a couple weapons that they were more or less the same. They just, like, yeah, yeah they, they changed the name. They changed the name. And Swift they released, Ride. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Are you talking about in Destiny 1? In Destiny, Destiny 1. Oh, yeah. Imago in Destiny 2. Imago Loop, same thing. That was Fatebringer. That was Fatebringer Destiny 2 yeah. did the same thing. All your weapons basically became trash. You could power them up, but it was at a high cost of infusing yeah. powers. And then yeah. they re-released well, it's, versions it's of also, them. Yeah. In, yeah. in, in mm-hmm. the... Yeah, yeah better, better Devils or the Devil You Don't or all this rest of stuff. Yeah. What um, I'm saying is I think there's a way that they can draw a line in, line and say... Okay, you earn that last season, so it's going to cap at 700. But if you earn it in season two, or like if you have a progress that's at 29 or 30 bounties completed, just reset the progress. Be like, all right, you're going to, you missed it. Like if I, like the way that Gambit resets right. for season of opulence, they could do that with your bounties that you're trying to game the system and, and reset. There's ways that they could do it, is all I'm saying. Yeah, if yeah. they're, they're upfront yeah. about stuff like that, then yeah. sure, because you don't, you just, you don't want to. You don't want to dr- drop something like that on somebody without knowing it because then you mm-hmm. just waste a bunch of like, people's time. Yeah. If they're not expecting, like, you did, like, the insane amount of grind to get breakneck in Gambit mm-hmm. where you have to get a bunch of auto rifle kills, multi kills, and all this stuff in Gambit Prime. And then and one day it. you come back and it's like everything's at zero. And you're like, yeah. Yeah. I don't have the solution now, but I'm sure Bungie, who works on this full time, <laughs> is thinking about this very topic. And I would love to see their proposed solution after Season of Opulence. For now, I like that there's a line in the sand. Mm-hmm. That is your starting line. Yeah. Good luck, everybody. We yeah. have a goal, and it's 720. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, loophole. That's the last thing I'll say. I like the fact that they're talking just real quick. That was another thing in there, that uh, they're adding some stuff from year one into Bright Engram Loophole. Yep. I think that's oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. So can you can you go to the Bright Engram section? Well, I thing? thought you guys had to get out of here. but I mean, we do. I but this is respectful to you. <laughs> no, that's the last thing. We can yeah. talk I don't about know that when real we quick. Then. We're, we're 109. Good. We're about we're yeah, about we're 20, 20 minutes. 20, less than 20 right. minutes in. All right. Eververse updates. All right, we'll go over it really quick. With Season of Opulence, we're making some changes to the Eververse store. We had two main goals for the changes we're making to Eververse and Season of Opulence. Direct pick. Every new Eververse item in Season of Opulence will be available for direct purchase via silver or bright dust. Great. I have 20,000 bright dust that I haven't spent. <laughs> Most of these offers will be time-limited with new items available weekly, fairly similar to what they're doing now. Greatest hits, Season of Opulence Bright Engrams will contain a collection of community-favorite legacy items with a focus on the best of year one. Before you move on, that's, that's the one. thing that I wanted to talk about. Does that yeah. that line right there makes me feel like the new the next season's Bright Engrams won't have anything new in them? Just the old ones. And just year one legacy Season of Opulence's Bright Engrams will contain a collection of community favorite legacy items. With I just think on best of the best. So like spicy ramen. Stuff yeah, that's what I mean. Up, I like stuff me like who has all this stuff because I played a lot in season one. Yeah. Does that mean Bright Engrams in season in the next season mean nothing to me? Well, it's a knockoff. You don't get them again, right? Like once you get it, you don't. 
have the chance yeah, to get it I mean. again. So, but but I mean, I think that's good because for the people who didn't get those things in your world, yeah, yeah. It'll so get, it'll so if that. I level up and get a bright engram, I'm yeah. not going to get anything special out of that. I oh, have, I see what you're saying because I've got I have everything from season one. Right, right. So it's right. like well, what? I, then what I just think like if it's a knockoff thing and you've already had it, it just yeah, will yeah. not yep. give you that option. Yeah. So, yeah. I have gotten that seems every, good to me. I have gotten every single emote, everything that I've ever wanted from the Eververse for zero dollars. I haven't yeah. spent any silver or anything. Yep, me and either. I just I I'm guilty. <laughs> yeah, I just I just don't support it. And those packages are like, oh look, you can get this whatever, but you have to pay silver. I'm just like, nope. Yeah, I've usually because I, I I think. That that sort of mentality is largely what the community has adapted, and that is why we're getting better systems like directly purchasable things. Because yeah. they Those hear you when you do man. this. That's stuff. a ten dollar emote. I don't think the Eververse <laughs> is going to go away, but I think they will improve the Eververse if we keep not directly purchasing and we keep using our bright dust and we keep using the in-game ways to achieve these items. I will say they will, they will make it hard to not spend ten dollars on a hug emote where you can hug people. <laughs> For the anybody who's oh, I, I can hug people for eight dollars. Oh, yeah, no, like yeah. I don't need that. You know. Oh man, and I'm part yeah. of the problem. Yeah, you, you, <laughs> you are. Everybody, this is my fault. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I was going to close it out this week. Really excited about the raid. Yep. We'll talk more next week. It's just a busy week at IGN. No, you CK, won't, Brian. I won't. <laughs> you definitely will not be. I will That's not talk because, next like, week. by the time Destin I don't think it's hit me yet. Getting married here yeah. right away. Yeah. So I uh, got to take one week off, man. Just I have. To are you do sure it. you don't want to come in just for the episode of Fire Chat? <laughs> because that <laughs> that's the episode there. where season that where season oh, of Oculus has been Brian. revealed. Yeah, look, worst. look, look, no, no. My, his can I bring my week, mom no, and wife? Listen, listen. <laughs> his one week anniversary of his wedding will be him playing Destiny 2 for 12 hours. Oh That's true. Oh, my gosh. That so, is my wedding present. That is, yeah. <laughs> so it's like coming in for an hour to record Fireteam Chat is less intrusive than him playing Destiny for 12 hours. My wife would literally murder me. As the guy who's been married for 17 years versus the guy, how long have you been married for again, Brian? I've been married for about zero. All right, there you go. <laughs> Take a week. Yeah. No, I'm taking <laughs> a week for sure. She is, too. She works uh, as much as I do, so we understand each other. Crazy. Aspect. But congrats, man. Thanks, man. And uh, that said, everybody, you're going to see these guys next week. I will be off in La La Land doing other things. But thank you so much for joining us. And until next time, Guardians Guardians out. out. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics, and sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot-button issues. And it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.